Do not confuse this with treatment or mental health advice or direction. Nothing on this podcast is made to supplement or supersede the relationship and direction of your mental health caretakers. Although David Koslowski is a licensed marriage and family therapist, he is not functioning as a certified mental health professional in this environment. And same applies to any professional who may appear on the Light, the Fight podcast. Welcome to the OG Therapy. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of OG Therapy, and with me, my two favorite OGs, Rojo and K. Scott. What's up, fellas? What up? <laughs> like, yeah, what's up? <laughs> People don't know about those old school commercials. What's up? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was they back in the day. They too young, man. Yeah, that, that was an old school Budweiser commercial. We're not going to get into Budweiser, though. We're not yeah. talking yeah. about controversial uh, topics on this podcast. Right. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about it. it. wasn't a cell phone they was using. They were using landlines that people don't even know about. Yeah, yeah. that's the old question. That is anymore. Yeah, that was a, that was an old uh, commercial. That when you know, when you see your friends like what's up, you know. <laughs> well, you guys, I'm feeling really happy at this moment because I'm able to smile without any shame. See, we're <laughs> supposed to record earlier today, but your boy uh, was trying to be Forever 21 and do some young kid stuff. I've been doing that jujitsu like forever, but apparently I can't get any good at it. I got my teeth knocked out today, Ooh. literally, not figuratively. Wasn't my partner's fault. He didn't even know he hurt me. It was like after the fact, I spit out my teeth, have a little bridge in my mouth. But luckily, I got a great dentist and um, good friend, great dentist. So if you guys in Utah, you need some great dentistry work, little sh- shameless plug right now. Go to City Creek. <laughs> no, not City Creek. Oh, I'm Stone Uh-oh. Creek. I almost said the wrong one. City Creek right. is a mall. <laughs> Stone Creek Dental. They will hook you up like my boy Tom Dixon hooked me up. And he's a former U alumni, so a uh, big booster for the U. So. Want to yep. give a shot to him, but I can smile now without looking like I came straight from drug rehab in the worst ways. So, <laughs> and even if I did oh, come man. from drug rehab, don't mean to shave anybody that lost their teeth because hey, man, I've had plenty of teeth knocked out before. It's not fun when you're trying to wait for those teeth to get put back in. Not fun. I'm not Axe hockey players. Yeah, exactly. No. Right. <laughs> right, guys. So I know you guys got some questions. So I, I, I sent my sent my guys out here. We have got tons of questions. So I said, you guys go pick out your favorite questions from lists, bring them to the podcast. And they did, have done just that. So I believe Rojo, you got a question all dialed in for us right now. So why don't you go and give us that question and then we'll hit the ground running. Yes, I do. Um, once again, this is a, one of the many great questions that some of the students has asked us, and um, we're trying our best to get through all of them. We're taking our time, but we're making sure to answer them right and get them ready. So um, here's one of the questions from one of the students. Um, it's, uh, why do I doubt myself so much when I know I am capable to do something? So that's the question, and let's get to it. <laughs> Man, Doubting yourself, even though you even though you're capable or you know you're capable of doing it, sounds to me like this is a human condition. Mm. You know, one thing that I think because remember these are teenagers, so you guys tell me what you think. I think one thing that one thing is important to acknowledge or just state is that when we're all going through a hard time, no matter if we're a teenager or older, um, we sometimes get in our own head and we start to forget about all of our accomplishments, all the things we're capable of doing, why we're even in that position in the first place. So for example, this teenager may be asking like, how do I, how come I'm doubting myself and question myself? They may be doubting and question themselves that they could get an A on an AP test. It may be that they, they could be uh, the starter of a team. It could be some things that they actually had to have skills and talents to even be in that position in the first place. 
Mm. And I think that that sometimes goes understated is that we're so focused on the things that we haven't done, the things that we wish we could still do. We forget to just show gratitude and, and, and keep score on the things that we have done that gives us confidence to begin with in the first place. Cause I know for myself and I, when I was younger, I didn't realize this at all, but I thought if I was good in football that I couldn't take that confidence into anything else. Or if mm. I was good in, um, you know, in like in, you know, in acting, cause we've joked around here that, you know, me and Kay might've dabbled yep. in some acting. I was like, <laughs> Oh man, I, I'm kind of good at this. And I practiced a little bit, but I thought if I'm good at acting or if I'm good at football, I can't take that confidence to other things. Cause I didn't realize mm. that I actually worked really hard in football. I worked really hard in acting. And so I got the confidence by pushing myself past the uncomfort, uncomfortable comfort zones. So the person asked this question and put in this question, I think it's pretty simple. You're a human being, human, you're a human being, human beings are going to doubt yourself, but self doubt is not a sin. It's actually a necessity. Mm-hmm. If we did not have self doubt, man, it, it's, it, it's, it's kind of like that's the fork in the road, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like if everything was easy to you and you're like you just woke up and like you passed every level on any video game you played, video games would be boring. Right. If you just woke up and you were the best, you know, football player in the world, you didn't have to do anything for it, that would be really weird. But that, that wouldn't be something <laughs> that you could benefit from. You wouldn't really get any sort of camaraderie out of Your teammates wouldn't respect you because, like, you literally did nothing. You were just right. a super freak and just amazing. You didn't have to go to practice or anything. So I think taking into consideration, you work really hard to get to certain places that put you in those uncomfortable comfort zones. But realistically, if you have self-doubt that you can't do it or that maybe you're not capable of it, that means you're a human. And that means that self-doubt is that like, that's that fork in the road. It's like, I'm either going to go into it or I'm going to avoid it. What do you guys think? Man, that's real. That's real. Especially when you're thinking about, you know, in the, especially in the beginning stages, when I think about, you know, let's, let's put an analogy to it. Let's talk about birds, right? You got a little baby bird. He's finally getting out of the nest. Oh, he birds! Flapping his wings. Let's talk about birds. I like the said bird, like cold, like birds. <laughs> oh, birds. Let's talk about the birds. You've right? been in Houston a while, man. You got that. You got the southern slang now. Yeah, yeah. You see the birds. You know, I got that birds. slang right now. That's that southern accent. You know. Hey, tell Paul Wall I want my grill. Hey, <laughs> hey, you, you, yeah. I gotta get you to Johnny Dang out here okay, to get you okay, a new Johnny grill. Dang. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I'll let you, you know, iced out uh, bridge. Yeah, <laughs> iced out bridge. <laughs> but uh but no what I, was, what I was saying no you know for me when it comes to like self-doubt you know I always think about what stage I'm in and a lot of times I'm always trying to compare my beginner stage to someone elite stage and that causes self-doubt for me because I'm like man I'm not where they are but I'm not understanding I'm just in the beginning stages like I'm just learning how to flap my wings and I understand the concept of flying but because I haven't been actively taking steps and flapping my wings and and taking my foot out the nest so to speak I haven't gained that confidence to be competent enough to reset tasks to become more uh self I guess confident instead of self-doubting and so for me uh, when I think about that type of situation when self-doubt does creep in maybe there's some comparison going on with him like man he's comparing himself to the other people around him and that's why he's feeling some self-doubt uh in his spirit but that's just me man let me know what you think about it Rojo yeah Rojo, well, what I mean, are you thinking? You, like- like, I mean, like both of y'all hit it right on, like hit it right on the point right now to me. Um, like first you said, cause is confidence. Mm-hmm. That's something that's big. And then hearing UK say, you know, self-doubt, you know, or comparing, you know, that's what I mean, like comparing yourself. To me, that's what um, as a kid we do a lot of because sometimes feeling the self-worthy 
of being in like being in something um being the a student in class you know like how many people will support that you know or how many people will will like ah oh, shame that you know it kind of, it kind of turns into when you're that teenager that's in high school you are looking for somebody to build that like build that worth you know mm, confidence yeah. putting the confidence in you because me growing up i mean i had a lot of self-doubt i had a whole lot and that was because my brothers my brothers mm-hmm. were so good they all of them like all my three brothers they were just so good and I always felt like like you know like couldn't measure I'm, up I'm, yeah I'm, I'm the black sheep of the family you know mm-hmm. it's just like i'm the when it comes to sports i'm the one that's just like i'm just out there you know mm-hmm. it's just like i'm just out there but then i started feeling a way of i started understanding what i was good at and I understood what my brothers was good at, but I understood what I was better at. So then that's when the confidence started coming in. So then the comparison to my brothers, like you was just mentioning, Kay, was something that I stopped comparing because it was just like, they're going to be good at what they're going to be good at, but I know what I'm good at. Mm. I'm 100% know what I'm good at. And then, like you said, Kaz, the confidence kicked in, where it's like, for me, it's like, yeah, I'm 14 years old. My brothers might be bigger than me. They might be more athletic, but I know that I can jump higher than them. I know that I can run faster than them. I know that I have more wind than them. Like I have more oxygen in my in my body where I can run a track meet. I can run a 400 meter and still right. turn around and run more. But that was because I figured out a way to build the confidence and some of the things that I was having doubts in because I was comparing myself to my brothers. Mm. You know, I, I, I like that a lot, Rojo. In fact, it made me think of something too, is that um, I think kids nowadays, they do this a lot better than well, let me put it this way. I didn't even know this was a thing when I was growing up, and I want to hear what you guys think about this. But in in today's world, in today's world in athletics, and I'll use athletics as an example and how we can switch this over to relationships and social situations. But in today's world, a lot of people talk about their game. Like mm-hmm. uh, analysis will say, okay, um, what type of game do you have? Uh, let's use like a basketball player. So, you know, I'm more like of a, you know, come off a screen, shoot um you know shoot threes uh coming off screens um you know i'm not that good at dribbling you know so i can't really create my own shot but i'm really good at getting open so i can get a really good shot other people will be like hey i'm really good at dribbling so i have to create my own shot um i I don't really you know run around and just make people miss you know and set run off screens and catch and shoot i'm more i gotta shoot like in you know in some sort of rhythm like while i'm dribbling i use that analogy um because when I was growing up, people didn't talk about their style of play in that way. Mm. It was, it, that was, that's a very, that's a, that's a more like mm. past 15 years, 10, 15 years type thing. Describe your grant game, describe his game. People would always describe how people played, but they mm. didn't describe it as like, you have something unique about you in the mm-hmm. midst of the game. Mm. So everybody's playing basketball, but your basketball strengths are you're good at rebounding, you're good at jumping. And so instead of trying to be the point guard or the person's good at dribbling, if that's not what you're good at, that's not your thing, yeah, be decent at it, be proficient at it, but really to be okay with you playing a role. Right. Yes. Because that role is really important. And I think that's what a big struggle a lot of kids have nowadays is they want to be what everybody else is good at not thinking okay what am i good at what's what's my niche what's my thing so if we look at this socially i'll talk to a lot of young men that come to me with a private practice or just you know students afterwards they're trying to say hey you know mr cause or you know however they refer to me they'll be like how do i get this one thing that i really want and i'll say okay well what's your game like Mm. and they'll be like excuse me i said okay well for example this one kid he said he wants to ask this girl out on a date and 
not just this girl, but he wants girls to like him in general. And so I said, okay, well, tell me, uh, what do you have to offer? Like, why do you think a girl would like you? He said, well, that's just it. I don't even know. It's like, I'm going in this asking for a girl to go out on a date with me, but I don't really know. Like, I'm not really the funny guy. I'm not the athletic guy. I'm not this. So he started telling me all the things he wasn't. I said, well, that's the first challenge right there. You're already telling me you don't have self-confidence going into asking a girl on a date, but you're just like, Hey, Mr. Cause, tell me some sort of magic words that'll magically get her to like me, even though I'm not sure if I, uh, if I'm deserving of being liked. Mm. Okay. So I just simply broke it down to him. So tell me some things about what are some compliments that your family and your friends give you? Well, he turns out he does have a pretty good sense of humor. He's not like the most boisterous, like stand on the tables, dancing type of sense of humor. He's got that quiet confidence, right? Mm -hmm. So okay. Mm -hmm. People tell me, he told me, people tell me that, Oh, I should talk more because I'm actually funny when I talk but I just don't, I don't feel comfortable talking. Okay. So you have a good sense of humor. So, okay, let's put that off the side. So what else? Um, he's I'm loyal. He's like, so I'm not one of those friends that stab people in the back, whatever. Mm-hmm. I talk like direct with people. And if I say it, I mean it, you know, I'm like, okay, so boom. So you're loyal, you're straightforward. People know what they get from you. You're not like playing both sides. You're not a double agent in friendships. No, no, right. not at all. So we went through a couple more things. Basically what I'm trying to say is that By the end of this, we came up with four or five things that he knew he brought to the table if he was actually going to get a date with this girl or if he was actually going to become a boyfriend at one particular time. Because unfortunately, a lot of young people, they they will basically say, hey, how do I morph myself into being what I think that person would want me to be? Mm, And when you feel like like you're capable of something, but just going back to the initial question, but then like you have this self-doubt, you don't know, like, you know, like this kid saying, I'm always doubting myself, I'm always doubting myself. Maybe it's because you're trying to play roles that you're not supposed to fit in. Mm-hmm. If all three of us, if all three of us had had, had our own musician band, you know, Kay's a lead singer, you know, I'm on bass guitar and, you know, Rojo's playing drums or whatever. If Rojo's a really good drummer, why is he going to play the guitar? And if I'm really good guitar, why would I be the lead singer? Yep. It's like, let's put ourselves in the positions right. that we're suit. Like, let, like, let's try to set ourselves up for success. Mm-hmm. So just like that example, and I told that young man, you got to know what you bring to the table, work on those things. Not every guy is going to be born, you know, freaking perfect body, drop dead, gorgeous looking person. Same thing. Not every girl's going to be born like that either. But a lot of people tell me a personality is really important in a relationship mm-hmm. and also in friendships. I've never heard someone say, I'm looking for a friend who has no personality and can't joke around at all. <laughs> I've never thought like, I've never thought of that. Have you guys thought of that? Hey, it's, it's possible. Somebody. Yeah. I mean, so, get, so getting back to the original question, like, can you see why I'm connecting self-doubt? <laughs> okay. Okay. Oh. like, I had a couple of those friends, but I wasn't looking for them. <laughs> <laughs> But like, how I want a person with like, no personality. Exactly, no person. I want a friend that's gonna stab me in the back, no personality, <laughs> and can't make me laugh, and it's broke, so I gotta always buy lunch. Like, Obviously, oh. no one wants that. But if you look at kids, like, hey, like I feel like I'm capable, but yet I still doubt myself a lot. Well, maybe because you're trying to play some roles that you're just not meant to play. Mm. What do you guys think? Say it again for the people in the back. That's exactly. that's what I gotta say. That's that's facts. But I love it, man. You just basically identifying your differentiators. When it comes to you know who you are, what you bring to the table, and I love it. Yeah, yeah, and that's good. That's that answers that question. Yeah, yeah. I, I think uh, sometimes we're we're trying to compare ourselves so much to like other people what they got, 
Um, and, and that's okay. Cause you know, if someone has something that you want, well, there's gotta be a measuring stick. Like, Oh, in order for me to be at a certain championship level, I got to train like them. If I want to be able to have a good personality, well then I got to learn how to take some jokes. I can't just be the one giving them. I got to be able to laugh when people make fun of me, right? You got to figure out some things that you need, but if you're thinking about all the things you're incapable of doing or you can't do because you're lacking those things, you're going to miss out on the roles that you can play. Yeah. And you may not want to play that role. I know some people that they wish that they could be the superstar alpha athlete and just show up and, and everybody pays them millions of dollars to play sports. But they're five foot two. They can't jump. They got no athletic ability. <laughs> so guess what they did? They started a business. Right. Now they get front row seats to the jazz game. Right? Like, yep. it's like, hey, you know, they just figured out, hey, I'm not going to be that guy on the court. But I could do something to help those people in the background. Right? Like, my company could sponsor the jazz. You know, something like that. Mm -hmm. yep. Exactly. Yeah. All right, you guys. Well, as always, thank you so much for the question, you teenagers out there. Rojo, thanks for uh, reading that question, picking that one for us. Kay, thanks as well for all you weighing in. And you guys, remember, if life's got you beat down to your knees and you're begging for please, don't forget to come listen to your OGs. We got some OG knowledge, OG wisdom for you. For all you kids out there that don't have uncles and aunties in your life, older people that have been there, done that, that's what we're here for. And until next time, thank you and be cool. credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.